Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Jack Foster. Successful marketing and enterprise demand generation starts with community building. This is the foundation Jack stands firm on. It's been reinforced by 16 years of marketing experience, the majority of which has been spent spearheading marketing and demand gen efforts for some of the most innovative players in tech, like Momentive, which was formerly SurveyMonkey, and Lever. Now, as the vice president of marketing at WorkRamp, Jack is putting her focus on community building into action and helping disrupt the established corporate learning and development industry in the process. I am so excited to have you here today, Jack. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Angel. I'm excited to be here. Excited for the conversation. Well, Jack, let's ask first, when you were a kid, were you the one who got all of your animals together in a little community and you were like the the community builder of your of your playground or is community and community building something that came later in life? That is such a funny question. I had never thought of that as the start of it, but you are right. I was the kid that, you know, Saturday morning got, I think I had 28, I remember exactly 28 dolls that I cared very deeply for and, you know, would set them up and do teacher and play games and force my sisters to, you know, play the games that I wanted to play. So maybe it did start earlier on, but Outside of that, yes, I am a big believer in community building. It's something that we have really built a lot of our uh, strategy around, honestly, at WorkRamp and that I've seen be successful at other organizations that I've been part of. And I think, you know, community is somewhat defined differently depending on where you're at, but as a foundational, you know, bringing people to to get value, to get insights, to share ideas, to connect creating the space and the experiences and the content that's going to do that is how I personally define community. So that gives you a little insight, but nice start there. I hadn't thought about that earlier. Yeah, see, it runs deep. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about, because community building is something that is more recently has become a popular area to be working in and to be collaborating around. Whereas, you know, 20, 25 years ago, it was less about that. And I think that the internet had a lot to do with like really putting the spotlight on this idea of community and community building. Now you said a lot of people have different definitions of community. So let's talk a little bit about the community within WorkRamp. Like you have your internal community, but you also have the company and what it's doing and how it's serving externally. So can you talk a little bit about the inner and the outer of WorkRamp? Yeah, that's a great place to start. I'm actually going to start with the outer because, and then we'll go into the inner if you don't mind me. Yeah. 
flipping the, the answers there. So going back to your question, people define community differently. You can, you know, there's like literal communities, right? Where the whole kind of experience is set up like a Slack instance, or, you know, sometimes it's in Facebook or there are different, you know, there are different providers that can actually like power community. And that that is like maybe a very literal definition of community. But I think community extends into all of the ways that you are, again, providing value back to your customers, the market, and then also bringing, you know, people together for experiences. So at WorkRamp, you know, very early on before I started in my role, there has always been a focus on you know, customer focus. It's actually one of our values. Are we doing everything we can to bring value to our customers to help them be successful, to help them, you know, grow their businesses? And during the pandemic, actually, the team, I wasn't here yet, decided to set up literally what we're talking about, a literal community where, you know, everybody that signs with WorkRamp gets invited to our VIP Slack community. They come in and they have the opportunity to connect with each other. They have access to our team. No, it's another communication channel for us around announcements, product, you know, product announcements, other things that are happening at the company. And that's really, you know, something that was started earlier on. And of course, our community and customer programming has really evolved since then. One of the things that really drew me to WorkRamp to want to come be part of this team was that we have such passionate customers. We have customers that, you know, want to share their insights, want to share how they're using WorkRamp, are passionate about our product. Mm -hmm. That's, of course, a marketer's dream. That's where you want to be. You want to have customers that want to go talk about you. And so that combined with kind of this, this foundation of, you know, we already had a place where people wanted to connect. How could we build on that? That's really something we've been evolving over the last year and a half. One of the things that we've done more tactically, right, is we have gotten into a really great rhythm of publishing on our blog multiple times a week. We have, you know, customer spotlights several times a month where customers share not not necessarily like a case study, but more best practices. How are they approaching customer experience? How are they approaching scaling their CS teams? How are they approaching leadership development training, all the things that, you know, you might be thinking about if if you're dedicated to the learning space or you care about um, enablement and training and learning, right? That's one tactical way that we are, you know, connecting with customers and, and sharing out insights. Another thing that we're super proud of that we kicked off last year and actually just did for the second time about two two weeks ago is our event series called WorkRamp Learn. And the first time we did this was back in November. This was an opportunity to not only bring customers in to, again, hear about all the exciting things that we're working on as a company. What is our vision for the corporate learning space? But we also brought in thought leaders, right? Who were talking about things that people care about right now. We know we're up against headwinds. There's been a ton of unpredictability you know, in the market and it was really a space where people could come and say, this is how we're navigating this. this. These are some of the tactics and strategies, especially through that lens of learning, how we are, you know, thinking about planning, thinking about what next year is going to look like. And so it was a really great opportunity again for people to come learn. Obviously it was an event experience. And so things like asking questions in the chat, being able to answer, you know, connect in that way, that that's, you know, what that evolution of, 
community looks like. And we actually just did that that happened back in November. We just did another one this past March and just getting incredible feedback. I actually just today, one of our customer success managers, you know, we have a props channel where anytime something we want to celebrate in the company, you know, gets posted in there. And they posted a gong snippet of a customer just raving about thank you so much for putting on this type of event. Our entire team got so much out of it. That's the exact kind of outcome we're looking for mm-hmm. is that you know people want to be part of this. They get a lot of value out of it. And so that's kind of how we have been evolving our programming, how we think about community after we had already this very strong foundation in place. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I want to find out just for the list, we have listeners in 108 countries around the world. Amazing. So I'd like to have you just talk a little bit about like, who are the people that you serve? Like, who are your customers and clients so that my listeners can orient themselves to, you know, what exactly specifically your company does for your clients and customers? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So Backing up, we are a learning cloud and we are able to power learning experiences on one single platform across your employees and your customers. So think about, you know, if you're onboarding as a new employee or you have compliance and security training or you have ongoing development as an employee, you're looking to upscale or again, you're a new manager, you're doing manager training, leadership training our platform is able to power all of that. And so on the employee side, we are often selling into enablement teams, which can roll up into like revenue organization, CRO, you know, type of function. We're also selling into L&D people teams, the people that really care about, you know, ongoing talent development, employee retention. So those are some of the top use cases and buyers that we're selling into on the employee side. And then on the uh, customer side, you know, a big... A big, growing, evolving function is, is of course, customer success, especially in tech organizations. It's now one of the most important parts of an organization. How are you continuing to retain and grow your customers, turn them into those advocates Mm -hmm. that we all want as marketers? And so we're able to power learning experiences. Think like, if you're onboarding a new customer, how do you get them up to speed, find value in your product more quickly? All of the learning experiences in our academies for customers and then also partner enablement is a big one there. So we're often selling into customer success teams, customer education, partner enablement teams there. We primarily do sell into tech, but you know, do not exclusively, but a lot of our a lot of our customers are in the tech space. And we're really focused on the mid-market. You know, we see our our sweet spot kind of we're purpose built for the mid market. There are kind of all these legacy solutions that have often serviced, you know, the large enterprise. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how an LMS has been defined or by some of these, you know, more legacy solutions, I guess, again, is what I would, I would call them. We are a next gen solution, a more modern, you know, version mm-hmm. of an LMS really here to redefine that market. And, and again, servicing that mid market space that, you know, hasn't, you know, hasn't had things that have been super purpose built for them in the past. Great. So. Just so I'm clear, LMS stands for learning management system. It does. Yeah. Great. Sorry for the acronym. Right. I know. That's a good Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's important for us to make sure our people know what we're talking about here. So what we're going to do right now, Jack, is we are going to take a quick break because I know that we are going to have a lot more to talk about on the backside, but for now, we're going to take a quick break. And when we're back, we'll go even deeper into this idea of building community and customers and value and LMS, learning management systems. 
So right now, though, Weekly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying the show, please consider joining our community (laughs) and making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com and sharing with your lovely lady friends that might benefit from our content. You can certainly help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I have a special announcement we just discovered uh, yesterday that we have been selected as an honoree in the 2023, I believe it's 27th annual Webby Awards. So now that adds to our list of honoreeness and award winningness. And so we're celebrating that today. And we want to thank everyone who is downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming in thousands of downloads from all over the world. And we're going to shout out this week to our listeners in Bulgaria, Iran, the Islamic Republic of, and Luxembourg. And we'll be right back with Jack Foster. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design? A life that is an extraordinary work of art. Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition. Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Jack Foster. Before we went to the break, we were talking a lot about the company that she is with, WorkRamp. And you can find out more about WorkRamp at WorkRamp.com. We will have that for you on the show notes. So before we went to the break, Jack, we were talking about, you know, the importance of having customers who are advocates for your brand and your product and your offerings and all of those things. And there's this idea sometimes of building community and the question that comes up still sometimes is, well, how do we, how do we put value on community? How do we look at community and the community building process as something that is additive rather than something that is just adding another thing on the to-do list. So I'd love to have you talk about your stand, right? Your perspective about why it's so important to quantify as well as qualify the value that community building brings. Yeah. So one of the really interesting things, I was recently at an event by a company called Go-To-Market Partners. And one of the things we talked about a lot there was having like the key to scaling and the key to success, right, is having multiple go-to-market motions. And so there's lots of different motions you can have in play, right? You can be a PLG-led company. You can be an inbound-led company. You can be an outbound-led company. 
events-led, community-led, you get the point. There's lots of different, you know, versions of this. And what we, what we talked about and what this company has seen in, you know, their research is that having multiple go-to-market motions is how you scale. You can't just rely, like oftentimes, you know, companies are not just relying on one. You need to cut, you need to have a mix of go-to-market motions in order to really scale and be successful. And so first and foremost, it might not be the right thing for your company. I think you do need to look at, you know, what are all the go-to-market motions and figure out what's right. But again, going back to some of what I was saying before the break here, our customers are so passionate. They wanted to share. They want to connect. They are on LinkedIn sharing their ideas. You do a like a webinar, we will have multiple people that are like putting their hands up wanting to, you know, speak. So that was like a first signal of like, okay, all of the people we're selling into are super sharers, right? Mm-hmm. I worked at in previous life, I worked at a company that was focused on backup and recovery software. Mm-hmm. And they weren't as bullish on like speaking at events. And, you know, it just was a different, like there was still community aspect to, they like to connect and things like that, but it was just a different kind of vibe, right? So the first thing that I think we looked at here was like, okay, do people actually like want to have these types of experiences? And the answer is yes. The next thing I think that was a big opportunity for us specifically at WorkRamp is that um, there's actually like take the customer education space, for example. This is really an up and coming function within like CS has been around, let's call it for 10 years. And that's, you know, kind of a newer function than within CS is customer education or scaled CS motion, as some companies call it, digital CS is like very new and like up and coming. And so there actually are not a lot of resources. And if you talk to customer education leaders, you know, our customers who I've talked to, that's one of the things they'll always say, there's not a ton of resources. Like I have to go kind of read about enablement trends and then like transfer that to what that means for customer education. So there's not, you know, specifically resources or places where they can go find information, find people that are, you know, in similar roles so that they can share ideas. There's also this need in a lot of the functions and people we're selling into to actually create that type of space. And so for us, this meant, you know, this was the right strategy for us was to, you know, how do we hone in on this double down? How do we, you know, create these experiences, create this space? Now, going to your question around, you know, quantifying, Mm -hmm. I think that some of the ways that we look at it is not necessarily as like a channel, right? It's not like, okay, you might like, you might look at paid search and say, okay, we're going to expect this much pipeline and revenue. It's not necessarily that we're saying, community as a whole, but we do look at different leading indicators and just how community is impacting our business overall. So one example of this for, you know, just again, getting tactical so people can kind of put this into application. We added a form fill on our demo request page. So people come to our website, they learn about WorkRamp, they, you know, they want to learn more, get a personalized demo from our team of experts. In the form, we asked the question, how did you hear about us? And at more than double digit percentages are saying, you know, oh, I heard about you on LinkedIn. I heard about you through a friend. I heard about you from 
your podcast, right? So mm-hmm. people are hearing about us through the content that we're putting out there, through mm-hmm. the experiences that we're putting out there. So that tells me, you know, and, and actually referrals is a big one, right? People that mm-hmm. have used us before that then recommend us. That tells me that we are investing in the right types of things because that's how people are actually finding out about us. Of course, we have metrics around, you know, what are we trying to achieve when we put on event and an event like WorkRamp Learn, the, the big event I was talking about. Of course, we have metrics like we launched our own podcast, actually. You know, what are some of the North Star goals there? So we are looking at metrics, some metrics, but it's more just like the indication from when customers are coming back saying they got a lot out of this or, you know, what I talked about, the the data we're collecting off of our website, that shows me that we are investing in the right strategy as it as it relates back to community. Right. Well, some of the things that I heard there are that you're a learning organization, obviously. So yeah. you're applying internally what you're also delivering to the people that you are delivering. And what I'm also hearing is that the community aspect of things is very organic. It's like it's like putting organic topsoil into your garden so that you have yeah. a more fruitful harvest as a result. And so you do want to potentially spend for the best, right? For the best community building platforms and the best learning platforms in order to have the soil right for the rewards that will ultimately come and the harvest that will ultimately come. So I want to end our time here, Jack. We've got a few more minutes. I really would like to talk personally to you about this idea of, you know, your role within the organization and also the idea of women as weavers. And we it seems that we are bringing, we are inviting more collaboration, more community, more of this organic and non-linear style of doing business in all forms of the business, in all areas of the business. So I'd love to have you speak a little bit about the woman's role as bringing this this idea of community into form and advocating for it and valuing it herself sufficiently to be able to also influence the people around her. Yeah. So my role is, you know, I lead the marketing team, right? And when I think about my own personal career, I have had a ton of mentors, both you know, both women and male mentors, but a lot of the, in particular, one of the people who I learned from for six years, you know, was an amazing female leader who, you know, I got an up close look at what it meant to be a best in class CMO. I worked for her at two different organizations. Her name is Leela Srinivasan, and she's just an incredible leader. And you know, I from from her, I really saw a couple like top things I learned from her. One, the power of network. She was she really invests in her relationships and you know invests in getting to know people. Really puts in you know that that time into her network, and you see how powerful network can be, right? And so if you that is a person in like just kind of general business sense, but like, then you apply that to 
your customers, right? If you if you see the the power of network, if you're investing in relationships with your customers, if you're helping them be successful, like it just it's such a powerful effect. It, it you you see that you're getting recommended more. You're you're seeing that you know people want to be part of your network. So I definitely learned the power of network, and and also during my time working for Leela as well. You know, she is such a customer focused person and, and I, you know, levers where, where I started working for her, one of our strategies there was also around, you know, bringing customer voices to, into our marketing, into everything Mm -hmm. that we were doing and creating the space again, kind of a similar, similar type of strategy where, you know, it's creating the space where our customers could connect with one another, creating the space where they could share ideas. And so I think, it's like not necessarily about being a woman bringing that in. I'm all for that. I have learned so much from women. Like I am so, you know, there's a whole, probably a whole different talk track around like mentorship and coaching and all of that. Mm -hmm. But up close and personal, I just saw the power of like having a really strong network, you know, giving your customers a really strong network. And so that has kind of been, uh, I've seen the success of that. And I've tried to bring that into every organization that I've been at. So Mentorship is a whole other topic though. Mm-hmm. And how you, you know, I, I'm very passionate about that as well. Cause I've been very lucky to have some amazing mentors throughout my career that have really honestly helped me get to where I am today. But I see, I just, again, it's more that I've seen the, how this could be so successful at other organizations up close and personal, learn from some of the best and, you know, bringing that forward into my career. Beautiful. All right. I think my last question for you is about this idea of value and I want this to go both to valuing yourself, right, as well as valuing what your company is offering, as well as valuing the whole idea of community and community building. So I'd love to have you talk about what the word value means to you. Oh, so many. That's a good question. There's a lot of lot of definitions of value. I think that value means that you are truly helping people in their day to day. It means that you are doing something above and beyond kind of table stakes, I guess, is is maybe some way to think about it. You want to make it easier, better, more efficient, up-leveled, like something that is truly giving someone a benefit, right, is is going to bring value. But then I think there's also, this is not exactly your question, but also what do you value is mm-hmm. important. So like, what are the values that you align to? Are you living that every single day, right? Like our values at WorkRamp, I already said one of them, customer focus, one team, are we collaborating, challenging each other, but you know, in a collaborative, positive way? How are you influencing and motivating each other, right? Another value of ours is always be improving. People are going to make mistakes. There's so much research out there that shows that if you chastise people for making mistakes, it doesn't stop them from making mistakes. It just stops people from talking about them. So how can you actually share mistakes or how can you look at something that you did and say, okay, we're going to do this this much better next time. That's mm-hmm. you know a value we want to live by. And then operational excellence, right? Are we are we doing things in the most efficient and and effective way? It's another work ramp value. So I think it's kind of twofold. Are you bringing benefit? And also how are you living, you know, the values that you stand for? That's how I think about. I love it. That was beautiful, Jack. 
perfect end to our conversation. Thank you so much. Listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you think of today's episode. Go right now to www.wickedlysmartwomen.com to join our community, share your takeaways, ask questions, or submit guest suggestions. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.